Roy, as you know, the breaking news story this morning is that Prince Charles will walk Meghan Markle down the aisle. Who would make a decision like that? My understanding is, from what I've um, been told this morning, that it was a, it's a joint discussion. And in the absence of her father, Thomas Markle, um, it was thought perhaps that Doria might walk her down the aisle. But um, it seems that Prince Royals offered his support if she needed it, and she's grasped that, and that's what she wanted to do. But we're also hearing Royal Royanika that. Um, in the beginning of the walk, she will be walking by herself. Is that, How unusual is that? That's right, and it's very unusual. What we're going to see is her getting out of the car, walking up those steps, those west steps to St George's Chapel, with ten little toddlers behind her yes. on her own. She will then walk up the first half of that walk up to the rude screen in St George's Chapel on her own, and that's where Prince Charles will meet her. That is unprecedented, as far as I'm aware, for a royal bride to walk herself halfway up the aisle. But this is the wedding of twists and turns. Yes. Girls. I know. Doesn't this seem to be so many firsts in this in this royal wedding, in uh, this particular one? You're absolutely right. And even those firsts that we thought were actually well-planned keep changing. So, look, Meghan Markle is an actress. She is fully prepared and, and yes. well-versed in holding her own. But no one could have expected that she'd be walking herself down the aisle for a bit. There has been a lot of family drama with this story. How is Roya just rolled her eyes. <laughs> Roy and Nika, there has been a lot of family drama. How is the palace reacting to this? Because it seems it isn't something that they're accustomed to. Well, the royal family is accustomed to enormous amounts of drama, but... Not this, from the outside. Not, this wedding was so meticulously planned, and a lot of that planning just went up in a puff of smoke this week as things kept changing with the family arrangements. That said, Buckingham Palace have now firmly got their hands on it, and I think from here on in, fingers crossed, it should be plain sailing. Yeah, and you covered William and Kate's wedding. How different is this? This feels different to me, is it? it? It's definitely got a different feel. We're in Windsor, not London. Um, this is all a little bit more informal than we had around Westminster Abbey uh, seven years ago. And it's Harry. It's the party prince. So I think we're going to see a few of those touches tomorrow, too. And what are they doing to prepare today? Well, we know that um, Doria is going to meet Her Majesty the Queen for the first time today. We expect that to take place at some point this afternoon, which is amazing. She must still be jet-lagged. That will take place with Meghan and Harry with her. And then last-minute prep, probably Meghan's friends are going to be with her, um, uh, just hanging out and preparing her for that extraordinary walk down the aisle tomorrow. Yeah, not only meeting the Queen today, but on Wednesday, she met Charles and Camilla. Yesterday, she met William and Kate and the children. How, what are you hearing about how those introductions are going? Well, I was told by people very close to Charles that it was a very, very jolly tea that they had at Clarence jolly House. Tea, a like very that. jolly tea. Um, and look, you know, um, William and Kate will have loved meeting her. I'm sure the kids, George and Charlotte, will be thrilled to see, you know, um, Uncle Harry's future mother in law. And the Queen is, you know, she's always incredibly welcoming. You know, she will make Doria feel extremely welcome. It's pretty imposing to meet the Queen for the first time yes, in that castle. I would imagine. Um, but the Queen will go out of her way to welcome her. We also heard about another break in tradition that Meghan will uh, may be speaking at the reception. Did you hear that too? I wrote that story, Gail. <laughs> that was my front page scoop. Yes. Well, the plan was she was going to make that speech because um, her father wasn't going to speak. Well, how did you get that scoop, Roya? Good contacts, Gail. Okay, good. Go ahead. Couldn't possibly tell you. Go she ahead. is. Yes, she doesn't. She's not going to be a silent princess. She wants to have her voice heard. But um, my understanding was she really wants to pay um, tribute and thanks to the royal family for welcoming her, to thank the Queen, and most of all, to pay tribute to her darling new husband. Yeah. Now you interviewed Harry. You've interviewed him several times, but you had interviewed him before he met Meghan. And was he talking about he was looking for love at that time? Did you have a conversation with him about meeting someone? We did. We did. I, I sat down with him just a couple of weeks before he met Meghan, just before he went to um, Orlando for Invictus. And the conversation we had, he was really struggling to have a private life. He felt like wherever he went, he was 
you know, photographed on, on camera phones. If he even spoke to a girl, she was suddenly his wife. He was struggling, and he effectively said, I don't really have a private life at the moment, so I'm focusing on work. But he definitely, you could feel it bothered him. And he was ready, and he wanted to find someone. And as he said in that interview, the stars aligned. He met her yes. two weeks later. Well, he's ready, and really, everybody's here is ready to cheer him on. Thank you, Roy and Nika. And we love a good scoop. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Remember, we will bring you the live coverage of the wedding tomorrow morning, starting at 4 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 Central. So that means, yep, you got to get up early on a Saturday. That'll be followed by our primetime special. We're calling it Royal Romance, the marriage of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. That starts at 8, 7 central right here on CBS.